Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello. Some of you might have heard this episode already because it was mistakenly put out on Friday under the title Bedtime 2. Um, but if you go back now to Bedtime 2, that should have been updated with the proper episode. Does that make sense? I hope so. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? And welcome along, it's uh, another one of our uh, irregular single issue episodes uh, that we kind of generally do whenever we've got um, other commitments, basically, we're just not around because uh, school holidays and all that kind of thing, and we are going to take a look over the next 30 minutes, maybe longer, maybe shorter, depends if we run out of things to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about sweets. Sweeties. Because everybody loves sweets. Does everybody love sweets? Are there people who don't love sweets? Some people don't love sweeties. Like, my good Ugh. wife, not that bothered about sweeties. Like, chocolate. I'm not bothered about sweets. Chocolate, she'll eat, you know. But yeah. if, if I have, say, like a boiled sweet, for example. Right. Would you like a boiled sweet from my tea? Can I give you a, offer you a sweet from my bag, madam? Yeah. She's like, nah, you're all right. Plus, as well, chewy sweets... Let's say, for example, mm. gums such as wine gums or fruit gums, mm. or indeed pick and mix things such as um, what, like what are those prawn ones called? The ones that look like prawns. Oh, they're like foam. Yeah, fucking, foamy sweets. They're like prawns, aren't they? They form sweets, but now, they're, like, they're prawns. They're not vegetarian. They most most of those sweets have gelatin, and they're not. Mm vegetarian strictly speaking now yeah. i'm i'm not that bothered you know if i want a sweet and it's there yeah. and it's not vegetarian i'll fucking eat it yeah yeah well my my son there's gonna be outrage my there'll son, be outrage in the comments yeah my son and my wife are much stricter on that sort of thing i'm all about mm. i'm not keen on eating flesh right <laughs> but yeah. Right. And I won't go out of my way. If there's a vegetarian option of a sweet, I'll eat it. Or sometimes I won't have the sweet. But if I really want a sweet and there's a bit of gelatine in it, sweet. I'll like, get it, eat. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so so for that reason, sweet consumption's probably lower than it would be in my interesting. house. Interesting there that you um, seem to put a dividing line between sweets and chocolate mm. when you were yes. talking about yes. what your good wife likes. Do you regard yeah. them as two completely separate entities? I do, actually, yeah. Oh, that's do interesting. You? That could throw this entire episode to well, the dogs. I, I'd happily talk about chocolate bars. Cho- for me, chocolate <laughs> and chocolate bars are... A separate much, episode. They're a bigger part of my life than sweets. 
<laughs> sweets are mainly a nostalgia thing. I'll eat a sweet bits around. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of any time I've bought myself any sweeties, as I would yeah. call them, in many a year. Chocolate, yeah. on the other hand, yeah. I mean, chocolate for me is chocolate like something is a- I have to be very careful <laughs> with because I can go mental on the chocolate. Chocolate is absolutely incredible. It's fucking great. It's astonishing. It's yeah. astonishingly it's, good product. It, I, I, don't, I couldn't live without chocolate, I don't think. It's superb. I don't want to. I don't want, I don't want that life. I don't want I'd a life without life. chocolate, yeah. I'd so, rather go to Switzerland and, <laughs> and have myself. Uh, you know, whatever it is, wherever it is you go, mm. euthanise myself than live w- with chocolate. I'd, ra- I'd rather blow my own brains out like Dave Courtney. Did you see? <laughs> did Did you see Dave Courtney's goodbye video? No. And and I, I should and I should add if anyone thinks we've been disrespectful, both of us have had many professional dealings with Dave Courtney, not in, in terms of hiring him to beat anyone up or anything like that. More <laughs> like in terms of us interviewing as journalists, we've both done it on more than one occasion. Um, I've got a wonderful picture that I unearthed when I heard about his sad passing. I thought, oh, I'm, you know, that's a shame. I, I quite like Dave Courtney. I mean, obviously, rough around the edges guy, and people go, he was a criminal, blah, 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 and I'm sure he did awful things. But, you know, I, I take people as I find them, and mm-hmm. I always thought he was, um, you know, good fun and very charming and polite. Right, good as gold, absolutely good as gold. <laughs> Any crimes that he did, he was convicted of, served his sentence, and was rehabilitated. And I believe that everyone deserves Kinda. a second, and in some cases, third or fourth chance, sixth but, or seventh chance. But he, uh, but I found a great picture of me, him, and my brother Dom uh, a few All years right. back um, at the offices of Acast. <laughs> which wow. is a very funny I mean look Acast we still work with them lovely people great to work with yeah. blah blah but real culture clash when you used to turn up with, I used to turn up with people like Dave Courtney of that yeah. ilk when I was making a podcast which featured um, men of nefarious character mm. um, because it's a they're lovely largely millennial could you say would it would it be unfair to say hipster sort of a crowd over there? So, so there's some of that going on, yeah. They're, they're I don't mean that people. rudely, but yeah. you know, these are young, forward-thinking, they're a different progressive generation. people. Like, they're a very different generation. The the association with Dave Courtney came from let's be honest, there are eras of working with in lads mags. No, lads mags, very different scene. The, the office dynamic was very different, very different in the lads mags than yeah. it is at let's say Acast. Yeah, Acast. Things and, have changed, and things have changed for the better. That, let's be so, clear. Yes. But, yeah, Dave, the funny thing is about this picture is Dave Courtney was there, but it would have been absolutely lovely to anyone. There would have been no physical threats or slaps on the bum <laughs> to any of the females nope. or the yeah. men. No, no one got their head flushed down the toilet. Nothing, um, nothing like that. No but the funny thing about this up. picture is me, Dom and Dave Courtney are all posing. And it's a nice picture. But my brother Dom has, for some reason, is... <laughs> Wearing a knuckle duster on his fist. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think was Dave Courtney's, but may have been Dom's, who knows. And he's Mm, holding his fist up with a knuckle duster on. And what made me laugh about, because I found this picture and I sent it to my brother to say, oh, poor old Dave Courtney's passed away, found this picture um, of Mm. us with him. 
and uh, I said, oh, look, you're wearing a nice knuckle duster there on your fist, I see. And what was funny to me was not that he was wearing a knuckle duster, but wearing a knuckle duster and brandishing it in an environment like ACAST. It just seems like yeah. a, a juxtaposition. Certainly in our days on the lad mags, well, people going around with knuckle dusters, uh, either ironically or unironically, that would have been very normal. You wouldn't have blinked an eye, would you? It was uh, yeah, normal. It, 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 yeah, there's not very a normal. lot of threat of violence in the cast office. No, and that's, that's, a, that's a good thing. So in retrospect, nice t- in retrospect, I probably should have biscuits. said to my brother whilst he was about to pose for that, do you know what, mate? Yeah. Probably lose the knuckle duster. Uh, this is, this is an open plan. Issue a trigger warning first before you put yeah. it on. Yeah, send an, a, a round office email just saying, FYI, yeah. someone is round about robin. to do a, a, a post for a photo using a knuckle duster, yeah. which for those not yeah. in the know is a device worn on one's fist <laughs> to make, so that when you punch someone, it does extra amount of damage to their boat race, asterisk face. Um, so... <laughs> You're, you're listening to the Top Flight Time Machine Sweets episode yeah. right now, if you've just tuned in. <laughs> but anyway, what Dave Courtney has issued a video um, posthumously in which, and, and you know right. what? From, I found it quite moving. But right. what he explains yeah. is he's like, and he just says, you know, things have got tough for me with my rheumatoid arthritis. And so, so that's mm. Courtney out. See you later. Don't mourn mm. me. I've had a great life. And I feel as if, if for some reason, some sort of totalitarian regime got in, say if Labour got in next year mm. and said, well, we're banning chocolate because there's an obesity crisis and it's the, the NHS yeah. is buckling under the yeah. weight. I, I I would hate this to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if you issued a video saying, <laughs> I'm, I I, I'm not interested in living a life without chocolate. <laughs> It, it, it wouldn't just be me. The internet would crash, um, I think, with all of the farewell videos and that were put I, have, I don't have access to a shotgun, but I am going to catapult myself in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> with a firework. <laughs> I'm going to catapult. I've set up a system in my rig where I'm going to sort of set off a catapult <laughs> that fires a rocket into my gob. And I'm hoping yeah. that my head, that all sparks, colourful sparks will come out my ears <laughs> and nose, and then my head will ex- yeah. spit off and explode in the sky. Oh, and perfect, it will at least provide some entertainment for the local children, especially if my head flies out of my chimney chute and into the sky yeah. and explodes in a uh, kaleidoscope of pretty colours in the night sky. I'll try and um, I'll try and align it with the uh, the fireworks season, mm. or at the very least, the, the, the beginning of it, which I think is the end of September is when it starts now. Here lies fireworks. Andy Dawson. See, anytime end of September. Here lies <laughs> Andy Dawson, who firework podcaster, fireworked his head off due to a chocolate ban. <laughs> you never know, though. You never know how life's going to turn out. But, you, I mean, you, if we're talking you want, about... You want to be fucked to death by Grace Jones. It was there, Yeah, it, ideally. Well, there's no guarantee, she's is not there? available, you'd consider fireworking your own head off. As a as a backup, yeah. yeah if the if the chocolate band came in, I'd be straight on to Grace Jones's people. Yeah, listen. To see what could be. Arranged. I know it's a long shot and her schedule's busy, but you might have heard, I, you might have seen in the news that there's been a chocolate ban announced in the UK. <clears throat> so I am. Um, I need Jones. to very quickly hurry through my own death. Check out. 
It's time for Dawson to check out, to leave the building. I mean, I do have um, a not insubstantial sum of money put aside for the Grace Jones plan. But (laughs) the problem is, would she regard that as prostitution? Do you know what I mean? To accept money. I I would hope that she'd see it as a service. As a service. Yeah. As an act of humanity. She's she's quite welcome to donate it or for me to donate it to the charity of her choice instead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And get around it that way by proxy. She can still fuck me to death <laughs> and money will still leave my account, but it doesn't have to go to her. It could go to You could save you the could children. hold it in a your solic- in her solicitor's account. It could be held yeah. there oh, until such a time that you have died. Sue Rider. Wherever, yeah, you know, whatever a charity of our choices. I think but, she works uh, in a Sue Rider from time to time. Yeah, now and again, she helps out. Yeah, Beckenham, not, I think it is not behind the till, but back out room. the back, just sorting things, sifting. sifting yeah, she's sifting, a sifter, sifting through donations. I'm a sifter yeah. at Beckenham, Sue Rider. <laughs> I try to do at least one day every month. Please, no more jigsaws. <laughs> Yeah. And remember, we cannot accept electrical appliances. <laughs> the post-COVID jigsaw donations are out of hand. <laughs> we can't shift them fast enough. Yeah, there's a massive jigsaw build-up. I bet there is. I've still but got Apparently, loads. apparently um, in some African countries, and this is really horrible, I don't know whether Attenborough's covering this on the new, on the new uh, planet Earth, but... Um, Apparently there are mountains, and I mean mountains. Like they say, it's like it's like a mountain range, the scale of the Alps, yeah. made up entirely yeah. of discarded jigsaws, entirely mm-hmm. from the Western world, of course. More Western world exploiting Africa, and they mm-hmm. they just get shipped over there, and it's just like a huge. It's like it's a jigsaw pit, effectively. I don't know why people aren't burning them in wood burners instead of logs mm. because it's kind of the same thing isn't it Provide heating. I think it's because of the, the, the print of the picture the print is toxic. toxic yeah it's toxic it'll give you uh, you could inhale you ink poisoning you can't breathe in a burning jigsaw no you'll it's, die it's actually lethal that's a good way to go I suppose mm. if the firework thing Died doesn't work out I'll burn all jigsaws in the garage yeah <laughs> he gassed himself with a <laughs> jigsaw it was his time they say it's the coward's way out I believe it is the gentleman's <laughs> way out he gassed himself with a burning jigsaw in a in an enclosed I'm, garage. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that uh, I think Hunter Davis did the same thing, and uh, and maybe Dave Courtney. I'm not sure. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of English uh, army officers did it uh, when they were taken as POWs in the war. Um, yeah. Particularly, some of the lads in Japan. They accessed some jigsaws yeah. and just burnt them and just breathed in the fumes. They just couldn't stand it. They couldn't yeah. stand the torture. And they didn't. also, they didn't want to uh, end up giving away state secrets. So they thought, mm. easier just to set fire. Often they issue you spies. They go, now listen here, Commander Bond. Here is a jigsaw. It's a 300-piece of the it's Battle of Waterloo. Three, 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 three kittens in a basket. Follicking. <laughs> yeah. Carry this <laughs> with you. The basket. Carry this with you. And should you be captured behind enemy lines and you feel as if they are going to try and uh, get you to turn, <laughs> simply find some sort of device with which to ignite the jigsaw, burn it, and in, in and before before they can stop you, inhale as many of the fumes as you can. You'll die instantly. Do it for Queen and Country. Understood. Q. And if 
if you're listening to this, don't try that at home. Um, no kids. No, we don't recommend it. Very no. dangerous. But because um, sweets and chocolate, we've you're putting them in separate categories there. I have just recently bought uh, three tubs of celebrations. Mm. And three tubs of heroes because they were reduced to four pounds in Sainsbury's, and okay. I don't think they're going to get any cheaper than that. No. Cheapest I got last year was three pound fifty a tub. They'll go up now, won't they? As Christmas They'll gets nearer, up. it'll it'll fluctuate. But once you get it in December, so you, you have probably computer won't get monitors around your house that track the fluctuations yeah. of the of the celebrations there's, and heroes there's, market. There's a website. Mm. There's a website you can check. Yeah. Uh, at the minute, they're two for eight quid in, in Asda. Wow. Or if you've got nectar points in Sainsbury's, you can get £4 a tub. While I say that, they'll have gone up again probably by the time this episode goes out. But, uh, you know, you snooze, you lose. Now, I regard those individually wrapped chocolate treats as I'd, I'd call them sweets or sweeties mm. because of the individuality of them. They're not bars of chocolate. Mm. They're small individual nuggets of, of joy. Mm. And I would, I would, I would lump them in with with sweets and your likes of your fruit pastels and uh, not me. And that. Uh, I, I, not I think you. sweets are just pure sugar and right. chocolate. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I would have categorised it, but now I'm like, there's chocolate sweets in my mind. I feel that chocolate's more grown up, and sweeties are like childish. Like, I don't mean yeah. that in a rude way. But so if if they're brightly coloured, you regard them as sweeties? Do you yeah. think? Yeah, but if, if they're brown, no. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. I uh, I know. I, I think we've got some listeners in New Zealand, and um, there was a guy called Ed who was from New Zealand, and he worked at Talk Radio as one of the producers. And he was one of those great guys who'd always bring in treats for the office. You know, people who bring in mm-hmm. treats and hand them round. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would bring in treats. They were either be um, bakes that he'd made himself, sweet bakes like right. a coconutty kind of a. Uh, that's, treat. that's nice. Yeah, that's or nice sometimes it would just be sweets that he'd brought back from New Zealand or that these folks had sent him over in the post because they were sweets that you could only get in New Zealand, you see. And do you know what right. he called them? He'd, go, he'd call them lollies. Wow. And he'd go, do you want a lolly, Weird. mate? And he'd come, I'd be at my desk, like, you know, maybe working on the show before I went on air. So he'd come into the office and he'd come up behind Looking me and go, Sam, do you want a lolly? 
and I'd be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you want a lolly? What? You're offering me a fucking, <laughs> what? What's the matter with you? A it's fucking lolly? Like a fucking Kojak. <laughs> Fair enough. I can see some resemblances, but I'm not. <laughs> what do you think this is? The good shit fucking lollipop? <laughs> fucking lollies. And then it, and then I'd look in the bathroom, and he's got fucking lollies on a stick. And you'd look in, and I'd go, there are no, no fucking lollies in there. Where are the fucking They're sticks? And he'd go, ah, it's what we call lollies. I said, it's not a fucking lolly unless it's on the end fuck of a off. stick, cunt. Now, fuck off back where you came from. I'll take a couple off your hands. Now, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it used, to, it used to entertain us no end, me and the, the lads on my show. Do you want a lolly, mate? I still say it. I might text one of them that in a minute, actually. Do you want a lolly? <laughs> Do you want a lolly, mate? Do you want a lolly? That's it. That's interesting because I was thinking, I was doing a bit of thinking before this episode. I know mm. we generally just riff these, but I was yeah. thinking about sweets. And I was going to ask you, are there any sweets that are kind of local to London in the same way that jellied eels are. Oh, the London sweet scene is oh, up to the old. Of London. Back in the back in the blitz, we used to eat sweets made of eels, sugar eels. Oh, here they comes them. Jack the Ripper once more, <laughs> waving his knife around. <laughs> hey, <laughs> all the little kiddies eating sugar eels straight from the Thames. <laughs> Full of crap. Um, nah, I can't think of any uh, Cockney sweets. No. Nah, I can't think of a Cockney sweet. There might be one. Someone will correct me. It's the sort of thing Robert Elms would do. And he said, hello, London. Today, we're talking about <laughs> London sweets. London, of course, has a great tradition of sweets going all the way back to Dickensian times. And we've got an expert <laughs> who's written a 5,000-page book on the subject. Joining me in the studio. <laughs> but first, here's a bit of Sade. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I don't know. We've got—I don't know if they're specifically northeastern, but they're—they're they're made by a northeastern company. They're called Black Bullets. Oh, are you aware of Black nah, Bullets? Ever heard Black of them. Bullets? No. Um, now they are—they they were popular with local miners, apparently, and they are spherical, just little balls, dark brown. They're not black; they're dark brown, and they've got just three ingredients. It says here: sugar. Glucose and peppermint oil. Mm. Now that's that's yeah, a sweet. That's a pure that's sweet. That's a fucking sweet. That's a pure sweet. And we used to get these when I was a kid. I used to get them in a tin, mm. and there's about hundred of the fuckers in a tin, or you can you can buy them individually in bags from mm. sweet shops, uh, made by a company called Jesmona. Mm. And um, I, I don't know where you get them now. I'm not sure how prevalent they are uh, you can definitely get them in Beamish which is the northeast open air museum which mm. you would fucking love Sam yeah that sounds very appealing around, to I'll take me. you around Beamish yeah you'd love Beamish but uh, yeah I'll, I'll get you some and I'll, I'll send them down oh yeah I'd like them to out. try them um, yeah I mean different countries do have and regions have their own sweets Sweden my mate Swedish and they have those things called Swedish fish, I think they're called, and they're 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 sort of like licorice, but they're salty. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the first one I put in my mouth was the most vile thing I'd ever tasted in my in my life. But they're yeah. they're bang popular with the Scandinavians. Yeah, but um, they have that they have that tobacco stuff that they put under their lip as well, though, haven't they? they? Stoos. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Some of the yeah, things they get. Yeah, one of my mates up. used to. One of my mates was a student, and he used to. Uh, he lived with a Swedish guy, and he got him into this called snus, I think it was called, and it's just a t- little tobacco pouch thing. You put it underneath your lip, 
mm. and the tobacco just infuses into your system. And I think the footballers were properly into it a few years ago as really? well. Really? There was a big cult of it among oh, footballers. That can't be good for you, no way. Snooze. No. Snooze football. There we go. Invest. This is just fucking hell. This is September 2023. Investigation into nicotine-based snooze use by professional footballers and this is on why? Sky News. Why? Why would they do that? Sounds horrible. Um, the the PFA are working with academics amid a high level of concern over the health yeah. impacts. It's not a banned substance but it's illegal to buy it in the UK. A smokeless tobacco product from Sweden which is packaged similar to a tea bag sachet and placed under the top lip. Um, Professional footballers, including Premier League stars, have been repeatedly warned over its use, which has been linked to heart conditions, oral disease, oral, mm-hmm. and decreased physical performance. Uh, Jamie Vardy is a, a prevalent user. Yeah, of course he is. Uh, he talked about in his autobiography, it helped him to, inverted commas, chill out. <laughs> um, oh, God. Former Sunderland coach Lee Johnson also spoke, spoke about it and likened it to smoking three or four cigarettes at once. Ooh, so yeah, the footballers seem to be still. Maybe it's the just snooze. a way of staying off the fags. Might be a way yeah. of staying off the fags, you know. But it's a more intense hit, I think, than right. fags are turbo fags. So turbo fags. Well, I ate a under, fag under once when I was a kid, and it was. You ate a fag. I ate. I'm sure I told you about it. Like, but it was like my brother had some fags, and like my mum or someone said, "Oh, you know." You shouldn't be smoking. I was really young. I was about like eight. And I snatched his packet of fags off him. And I ran yeah. off and he chased me and went, come here, come here with those fags. And he chased oh. me and I slipped on the stairs as I was running out. It was a couple of steps out of the kitchen. And I slipped mm. on them and fell over. And he was, as he was making his way towards me in a state of panic and high excitement, <laughs> I shoved one of the fags in my mouth and ate it. <laughs> and I immediately just spewed up on the carpet. <laughs> Fucking hell. And yeah. then I wet myself yeah. and then I went to bed. <laughs> but yeah, Jesus. it wasn't nice. I've never been tempted to put tobacco in my mouth ever since. But that's 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 a regular punishment, isn't it, for when uh, dads find their kids smoking yeah. underage. So why, why did I impose that punishment smoke them all. on myself? They make them smoke them all or eat some of them. As yeah. punishment, then you'll not do that again. Mm. Mm. But uh, you, did, uh, you say you did right, it to I'm yourself. Right, I'm getting you on the snooze, odd. you little shit. Then we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've gone from sweets to snooze. Wait, when you <clears> just <throat> just quickly, I know we'll probably wrap this up soon, but I was thinking probably the main time I would have sweets nowadays. Although my mum sometimes buys the kids those Percy pigs from M and S and gives them to them. Yeah. She comes around and goes, "What I got for you? What I got for you?" And she puts her hand in her handbag and pulls out two fucking bags of Percy Pigs, right? <laughs> That's right, I got you Percy like Pigs. And then... And the kids like them? Yeah, they love them. And then I sometimes oh, sco- then. scoff them. I think they do yeah. vegetarian ones, or maybe they're all vegetarian. But, like, I scoff them when they're um, in bed or, like, not around. Mm. I'll I'll tend to, like, just do, do it. Place havoc with your innards, though. If you eat you a fucking bag... Put them under yeah, your let, top lip let and they dissolve. Just dissolve. It's healthier, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I'd probably pick and mix at cinema. I wouldn't get some, but like my kids might get some pick and mix, and I'd like help myself when we're in the cinema. But the thing about those pick and mix from cinema is it's always a bit stale and dusty, don't you think? Especially I've if not- it'll mainly be brightly coloured sweeties, but there'll be the odd chocolate thing, like there'll be chocolate mm. raisins or like sort of chocolate Brazil, the large ones, you know. 
And if you have one of them from a pick and mix at a cinema, that it's not good. There's always something. It's like they've got a layer of dust and they've been there for a couple of years. I've never gone in for pick and mix in cinemas just because of the fucking extortionate price. So expensive, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm a child of the 70s and 80s, and we grew up going Half into the shop and sweets. getting a 10 pence mix up. Mm. I'll have a, two Kyla bottles, please. I'll have a beer bottle. They're two pence. I don't mind. I'll have a beer bottle. Your flash can. A, be, a beer pint. <laughs> I'll have a couple of them prawn things. I'll have. I think uh, they're called shrimps, yeah, what, what, actually, aren't they? I was trying to remember shrimps, the name. That's right, yeah. yeah. And then they're basically we've the same already, as the we've bananas. We've already had three emails and, and comments. Shrimps. I think you'll find they were called shrimps. Shrimps. Bananas were made of the same material. Bananas, Were yeah. they not similar to the stuff you insulate your attic with? Were they made of fibreglass? 60% fibreglass, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then in the 80s, in the 70s and 80s, most sweets were made of fibreglass, but then, you know, New, new Labour banned it. Yeah, asbestos, <laughs> New Labour banned it, didn't they? They did in 97, thank God. Um. Uh. I'm, oh yeah, this page that's got uh, the uh, the black bullets on on Wikipedia. There's a, a section on traditional British sweets, so there's loads of them listed. Gobstoppers, Blackpool Rock, Edinburgh Rock, Dolly Mixtures, Fruit Gums, Fudge, Honeycomb Toffee. Oh, I used to love Honeycomb Toffee. Yeah, lovely. Coated in chocolate. Ideally, I'll tell you well. what, I absolutely love. I I'm a fan of licorice slash aniseed flavors. Yeah. I used to hate it. Like, I love yeah. licorice all sorts. But I tell you what I'm a huge fan of. Oh, my God. Licorice toffee. Really? Oh, amazing. you got all the butteriness of toffee with all the mm. aniseedy zip of uh, licorice. Unbelievable, right. mate. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to revisit licorice because I just hated it when I was a kid. Mm, a I fan. didn't have the palate for it. Big fan. I had the licorice reels but, um, where it's like a wheel. And then in, in mm. the middle they have, you know, the jelly one. The jelly one that makes up Bertie Bassett's head. Yes. You know, they come in pink and blue. Yeah. yeah. That would be in the middle. So you'd eat your chocolate lace, the wheel, and then in, as a treat at the end, you'd get your je- <laughs> aniseed jelly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like them. Didn't like the Bertie Bassett. Didn't like Dolly mixtures that much either. They were a bit too sweet. Mm. Midget gems. Yeah, quite like midget gems. Um, Do- Dolly mixtures. Did did you used to like? I don't know if this is di- deviating a bit from sweets, but the space powder that you'd put on your but tongue yeah, and, it and it would crackle. crackle. That was brilliant. Loved yeah, that. I'm sure the there was consumer rumours. Wasn't there consumer rumours about space dust? <sighs> Probably there is. Yeah. People will get in touch. They're definitely like there. I'm sure there was consumer rumours about someone who like they were pulled three bags of space dust into their mouth once their head exploded or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or if you wash it down with Coke, your stomach explodes. <laughs> yeah, like mentors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, humbugs. Hoik balls. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I thought hoiking was like you go, oh, hoiked up a fucking a god. Hoik, hoik is a, a town in the Scottish borders, mate. Spelt H-A-W-I-C-K. Hoik. So you wouldn't have ever had hoik. aniseed twists or aniseed balls then, would you? No, never oh, into aniseed. Love them. No, I tried them again and again, just never took. Mm. Do you toffee like... apple? We're in the toffee apple season, aren't we? Because of fireworks night and yeah. all that. Toffee apples Don't are around. Don't really like that. Rhubarb and no. custard. If I was getting a quarter yeah. of something, I might get yeah. a quarter of rhubarb and custard. Uh, do you like I'd get some uh, cola this, cubes? This is quite fancy. It's a fancy sweet. Mm. 
but you can get it in a normal sweet shop. Sugared almonds. Oh. Yeah. The sort of sweet you not, can imagine not, the Queen would have liked. But not, I like them. I tried them. Are they actual almonds? Or almonds in the middle there's an almond and it's encased an by almond. an extremely hard sugary shell. Fucking hell. Pure Actually, hard getting sugar. Back, getting, getting back to Beamish Museum that I was talking about, there is an old-fashioned sweet shop in there. Oh, lovely. It's got the big... The big jars of all the different sweets, and mm. they'll they'll sell you some. Yeah, you know they've got the little shovel and the scales and everything. Yeah, yeah. And you can get a quarter. There's a of few whatever of them in the Isle of Wight, like in Cows, which is the poshest town in the Isle of Wight. They've got a very old sweet shop, and actually in Shanklin yeah. as well. So we often make a visit to them, and you'll get like a a quarter of something. It's good fun. Yeah, sarsaparilla tablets. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Expensive though, overly expensive. Would you say? Uh, what the new sweet shops, the new old ones, the the, the old style sweet shops. Yeah, I mean it's new. not like it's obviously it's not like I mean half pennies don't exist anymore. I mean I feel fucking yeah. old when I think of how prevalent the half penny was in my childhood and how much it was worth having because you could go in and there were several sweets available at just half a penny each. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. Yeah. I can't remember how much they charge for a quarter, but yeah, it's a tourist attraction. Back then it was it, just it was yeah. for the child market. Now it's not for the child market. It's for the adult nostalgic market. It's for us. So it's much more expensive. Yeah. You're paying for the nostalgia experience, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Right, well, that's sweet sorted out. Um, I bet we'll get loads of emails about this. We'll get so many emails oh, about sweets. God. Mm. Good and bad. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Hey, goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.